Yes, welcome. When right. you hear what I say. Welcome to No Ideas when Podcast. Featuring Shanam, Mr. Paul. I'm digging, I'm digging it. What's up, bro? How you doing? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yo, my dude. <laughs> yes, I could hear you, man. I, I just want to let you know, man, I'm proud of you. Anything you're doing. And uh, you my brother. Another mother from the basketball field, from the LV to the ranch nice. crew. You already know we nice. go back. No. Me, me, Thank me. you. Thanks for agreeing to do this, man. So, so you gotta ask me the questions. You gotta, you and your posse gotta ask me the questions. Oh, <laughs> get it, oh, man. All right, yo. So let's 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 start it off. Let's start. Let's go back with some um some history before rap. You know, tell us a little bit about what it was like um coming from Cuba to the Bronx and have you ever been back to Cuba since you came to the Bronx? Oh man, uh, that was a journey. Uh, I'm on the, I'm, I'm, right now I'm in a stage of life where, you know, everything's a journey. So when I look back and I retrospect back to uh, that era where um, 1980, you know what I'm saying, a little five-year-old, you know, Cuban link Felix Delgado with his family, uh, you know, my mom's, my dad, and, and my sister. Uh, we just jumped in one of them boats, man. It was, it was a, it was that Jimmy Carter and Fidel Castro deal, which um, you know entitled all all the Cubans that wanted to leave Cuba at the time to to be free to you know to, to come to America, yeah, to yeah. asylum. So uh, of course, it was a you know, there's a hundreds of thousands uh, of Chinese that, that jumped in that Jimmy, you know, Jimmy, shit. Carter, Jimmy Carter set that up, didn't he? He, well, yeah, yeah, he, you know, he uh, he extended that uh, that freedom uh, love right there to, to the Cubans that that you know they didn't want to stay under Castro's regime uh, that felt oppressed. So uh, you know, I was one of those uh, we was one of those families that that broke out, and it wasn't like we had a ticket or a number. So everybody was just you right. know in a, in a certain place that was fenced up. Right, right. And uh, my father, you know, my father, you know, he was a, he was he was a convict. <laughs> out there, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, he went to jail for selling a pair of pants and shit. He did like six months for that. What? And then uh, for taking, hey. for killing the cow, I think. I think, yeah, some shit like that. For taking the next neighbor's cow and shit like that. The nigga did like two years. Yeah. His cows are sacred and shit. Yeah. Out, there, yeah. out there, the government give you a cow. Right. And from, and from that cow, you're supposed to get everything you need and you got to raise it like it's part of Like that's your brother or your fucking son or something. Yeah, from that you gotta make cheese. From that you gotta make cheese, you know what I'm saying? Uh uh the fuck yeah. Uh, uh everything that a cow, milk, all of that. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta treat the cow because he's gonna feed you. So if you like kill a cow or some shit, that's like a federal uh crime and shit. Damn, wow. So you know my father's had his endeavors out there. In the political world, you know, with, with, with stuff like that. But uh, yeah, so he was fresh out of jail, and he went straight from jail, picked us up, because he heard that on on, on the news uh, that uh, you know, it was uh, it was time to um, let Jimmy Carter gave that that law out, and Fidel agreed with it. So we jumped in. Yeah, he took us, me, my sister, my mom, and we had to jump over the fence over there to the Maria Harbor in Cuba. Wow. Uh, it was it's called La Embajada de Peru. Actually, wow. it was mad people there. That's what I know, and it was a, it was like a riot, my nigga. Like right. shit for real. Like niggas trying to get out of there and try to, you know, make sure they get in one of the boats that were there. 
That's um, right. And we, we got on in one of them joints. That, t- that shit was called the Orca. I remember. <laughs> wow. I remember, nigga. I was five years old, but I remember. I remember walking up the plank and shit. Niggas had two five, like, barrels and fire and shit. They took my pops' belongings that belonged to Cuba, and uh, they threw it in the garbage. They didn't want none, none of us to, you know, take any mem- memorabilia with us to to, to, to America because we, we was considered as traitors. Like, we le- we leaving the revolution. We leaving Castro, so we, like, traitors to them. And then when we got to Miami and all of that, you know, it was just like Scarface. You see the movie Scarface in the beginning when, you know, the Van guy stabbed that nigga up when he was doing all, all that shit was real. Like, not the actual, you know, those scenes, but, like, the, the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they had us fenced in and under the 95 bridge and all that. That shit was real. You know what I'm saying? The bus from Key West, because we landed in Key West. We took, right. From Key West, we, went, we took the bus all the way to uh, 95 South in Miami. And we stood on the one, the, the, the actual highway. They make that shit like a, like a, like a, like a concentration camp right there. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Fenced in until wow. we all got the brief. So how, how were you? So yeah. So when we got out here, and shit, when we got to, when we got to America, like like I said, like Cuba, the Cubans, they, like they they just like threw rocks at us, like we traders, because we wow. leaving you know Cuba. And then when we got to America, they they was having like picket signs outside talking about we don't want you here. And you so it was, was, was fucked up either way, you know what I'm saying? We took that chance for freedom and, and that's the cause of it. Because at, you know, at, the, at the same time, we was there was innocent families, but at the same time, Castro got over and he right. opened up all the jails and he put all yeah, of the players inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Inside the fucking, the, the whole Mariel with us. That's crazy. So, some niggas is nuts, like the sicko. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, Castro, Castro, uh, he pulled that slick shit on him. You know what I'm saying? And, and it was crazy. Like I said, like, well, imagine, imagine you got, you got like a hundred thousand people now. You got like ten thousand criminals. You know what I'm saying? And 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 them niggas are in there with, with innocent family, rapists, killers. You know what I'm saying? Sick in the head, niggas, crazies. So they're all in this with us. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it was it was some episodes that if you go if you go back into archives, you go to the Mar- Marielito files from the, from the era. Right. Uh, you know, ladies got raped on the boat. You know what I'm saying niggas got extorted, you know, killed, thrown over the boat. Like far as I seen that shit. Like I was on my right. fucking apartment so shoulders. Mm. And uh and uh and I remember being on the boat and there was a fight that happened in the in the front of the boat and I seen niggas just I remember just seeing niggas splashing the water. Like niggas was going over. Like there was a fight. Damn. And then I seen I, I felt like the boat I, I felt the boat like getting hit from the bottom like bah, bah. And those was fucking sharks man again they was they were smelling the blood and they was hitting the boat that's wow how, that's how it was crazy it was packed it was over 200 people on that boat it was a pretty pretty that's big boat crazy. uh that's and uh crazy. yeah i see the water i see the water turn red man i remember all that shit. i remember i remember about three four good like memories that i could recall at five years old from from that uh that thing that's so crazy. yeah it was traumatizing it was the way I came here. You know, at that time, of course, you know, we had protector. We had daddy and mommy. You know what I'm saying? That was protecting, but, uh, yeah, you know, it was it was a crazy, uh, a crazy adventure. So right after that, what was, was it? Was it Miami, Puerto Rico, then the Bronx? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went to, no, nah, I went to Miami, of course. They debriefed us in like in a month. We still like two, like, like, like three weeks to a month inside, inside that, that camp that they set up. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know the, the army set up for us right and then my aunt you know what i'm saying she uh she sponsored us 
she signed in for us. Like she was going, you know, she would take care of us. So we stood in Miami for six months, but that shit was crazy. That was like the cocaine cowboy era. Yeah, it was sick. Like, all the yeah, crazy niggas that came in them boats. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go back to that archive, if you go back to that archive, you see the, the shit that I came in them boats with all these crazy fucking criminal niggas that Fidel let loose. Them niggas got loose on the street now in Miami. And you know, the drug trade and all that shit with the Colombians, them niggas made that mm -hmm. shit crazy. So right. Miami was too hot. So we left, we left that shit in six months. We went to Puerto Rico. Uh, we lived in Puerto Rico for four years. It was Man. cool, Puerto Rico was cool. Um, and then uh, we came to the Bronx at nine. When I was nine years old, I came to the Bronx. And what year then was that? Was what was that like 89? Well, I was in 74 and I was five. I was five, I arrived in America. 89. Yeah, 80, 80, 80, uh, all right, four, so 1985. That make it 1983, 83, right? Yeah, you born in 74, that make it 83? Yeah, 1984, 1985, right there, like 84, 85, is when I hit the Bronx. Okay, okay. So that's crazy, you already know when I, now, now when I got to the Bronx, you already know now, now, crazy. It looks crazy, it looks just as crazy. Puerto Rico's a little, Puerto Rico's a right. little calm though. Puerto Rico's a little calm, you know what I'm saying? Pops yeah. started making, you know, like building bodegas and shit. So, you know, he got his money straight. But right. then, then that shit got a little lost because he was gambling too much. So then, yeah, we was and over there in Puerto Rico. That's called um, the projects, like what we call projects out here. Them shit's called Caserillos. Caserillos. <laughs> and my last, the, the last three months before I came to the Bronx, I was living in one of them shits in San Dulce, Puerto Rico. But that wow. shit was fire. That's when like the dope niggas, niggas. I used to be playing fucking tag <laughs> with my Puerto Rican little friends over there, hopping over like dope fiends and shit. Cause wow. that shit was crazy over there. Like the drug shit was going crazy over there. See mm -hmm. niggas just shooting that dope in their veins at a young age. So then yeah. So then we came to the Bronx, and then we come to the Bronx. Of course, you know the boogie down Bronx. That shit was burnt, motherfucking shit down. That shit burnt when I came. Yeah. Like, I, moved to, I moved to a block. I moved to Sheridan. Yeah, yeah, it was real vacant lots, like for real. It was um between 163rd and 164th in Sheridan. And that was actually, you know, it's by Yankee Stadium, so it's, it's not that bad. Yeah. But still, you've seen like, you know what I'm saying, like the the the, the fucking abandoned buildings. You've seen yeah. the shit, the lack of the fires. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My boy, the Bronx was burnt down because he was doing that insurance scheme and shit. Yeah. And Jewish right. people. So they burned all the buildings to collect the money. So all that, that whole, the whole Bronx was looking burnt. Me, you know, at that time, me and my fam we used to go through the burnt buildings after they, you know, and see see what we could find in there and shit. Y'all already know, man, hood shit, man. That's right. Immigrant hood oh. shit, too. That's right. Yeah. So uh, whatever opportunity we had, we know we took, you know what I'm saying, as a family. That's right. That's right. That's right. Now, what, what age did you, did you get into hip Did you fall in love with hip-hop? And what were uh, some of the people that you looked up to to make you want to pick up the pen? Ah, oh, man. Like I said, when I was I was going to school already, uh, first grade, I didn't know English. So I had to learn that shit. By the time I was second grade, I already knew English. And I, before that, I was chilling already on the block, man, over there, you know what I'm saying? You know, my best friends were black, you know what I'm saying? They didn't even know, I, I, I didn't even know English. You know what I'm saying? My man Carl Brown, Kevin, from 955 over there in, in Sheridan and shit, Alvin. Mm -hmm. Them niggas all black, so they don't spoke to me, you know, in, 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 in right. English. I wasn't a I don't exactly understand them niggas, but they really taught me. 
You understand? So at the end of the day, I was the nigga. I was the little young nigga that came through, you know, um, like brand new on the block that, uh, that, you know, my pops was at the time, he was doing his thing. So I had the centipede, the arcade in my house. Yeah. Like the actual big shit. Big shit? Wow. He was the luckiest yeah. kid on the block. I yeah, the you. big shit with the, with, the, with, the, with the ball. Yes, the ball, he was the luckiest the kid on the block. Yeah. <laughs> right, so I was that nigga in the block. I didn't know. Right, that's my pop stealing shit. So, you know, we had, I had that shit. So, you know, all them, all them niggas was in my, uh, on my crib and shit. We used to play and shit. And right, they always right. came in the block. So, yeah. Uh, so, I knew the lingo. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, y'all black motherfuckers raised me, man, when I got to the Bronx. That's all I got to tell you. Yo, son, we you take you in. You know no. why? You know why? Because we come from a village, man. Yeah. That's how we was raised. We raised in the village. We take you yeah. home, brother. That's how yo, we... Yo, the, the, yeah, um, yeah. the first time I seen you run was with... Um, so I got Billy, embraced. Billy, Billy Clubs. The homie Billy Clubs. That was the first Billy time Clubs. I... That, yeah. I just told you I had the Billy Clubs. I was just, yeah, I was just yeah. talking to him. Billy, Billy. Yeah, that's, Wayne, my, that's my man, yeah, man. Yo, me and him was in on uh, 158 together. But yeah, that's the first time I heard you rhyme. And then, yeah. you know, how you call it? So how'd you end up meeting Pun and then joining Full of Clips? Because a lot of people don't know about Full of Clips. Well, like I said, like like I said, the, the, you know, my, my black family took me in. I started learning English. And, and, and then from there on, of course, you know what I'm saying? It was the, the Adidas shell tops. It was the whole fashion of hip hop. It was the, the graffiti at the time. Niggas into graffiti a lot. So yeah. I, was, I was into the graffiti shit as like, you know, on, on a hobby tip. I ain't really go spray paint shit up, but I used to do the shit in my notes. And then, you know, run DMC, my nigga, you know, um, come on, man. Um, you came in at, five right time, at that time. You came at the right time, you know? Yeah, that was like, that, that, that was, that was that was reality to me. You know what I'm saying? From the buttons, from the Diddy Bob to the, to the to the fat laces. You know what I'm saying? On my Adidas to to the uh, to the, even the Michael Jackson jackets, man. Wow. It was just like it was a vibe that hip hop had at the time, and the music and the music and all of that. You know what I'm saying? Just you know right. drew me in. You know what I'm saying? It came with everything. It came with the five elements. It didn't just come by itself. It came with everything. You know what I'm saying? From the break dancing to the to the graffiti to the, to the dressing. Uh, to the MC and to the DJing, so I came with all of that, and I, I fell in love with all of that. You know what I'm saying, um, I, I remember when I went to see uh, Beat Street and shit in the movies, Beat Street, and I, then I went to see Electric Boogaloo, the other shit. That was the whole version. Still dope because it was like you know. <laughs> that yeah, shit. Was yeah, yeah, that was the movie version. Beat Street was fire. You know Beat Street was fire. Oh. Breaking was for Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right, 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 right. But you know, we just we just supported it because it was just about hip hop, and that was dope. So that's yeah. why you know I really uh, I, like I fell in love with hip hop then, and then as a fan, uh, really listened to MCs. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, you know, uh, well at that time, you know, my favorite MC was uh, uh, Gucci Rap. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Gucci yeah, Rap right. is definitely oh, my yeah. good choice. Good choice. But I went through, yeah. you know, I went through, I went through the slick, rig, slick rig. You know what I'm saying? Slick rig. I love slick rig back there too. So, so it was just like, you know, uh, it was a, I don't know. It's just that that nigga's style, man. His format was crazy. His metaphors was nuts, and the way he spit it. You know what I'm saying? He was a, he was a, ahead of his time at that time. And of course, it was the three: uh, Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, and Coogee Rap to me. You know what I'm saying? And uh, those three right there, they, they just. They just made me like 
you know, you know, like as far as like my mentality of pushing me, like like Run DMC gave me the rhythm, and oh yeah, that was you know what I'm saying. I, I wanted to rhyme, but when I heard like G Rap, like uh, Rock Him and Big Daddy yeah. Kane, when I heard them, really, yeah, they I was use like, words. They use words. If I ever pick up, if I ever pick up this mic, if yeah. I ever pick up this mic, I'm gonna have to get. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to like really, really like get the salute from these guys right here because these are, these are the top of the line of seats to me. So you know let me saying? at that time. This. What, so, what was it like? What was it like the first time you met G Rap? What was it like the first time you met G Rap? Oh man, I, I was a fan, money. I was I was of a groupie. <laughs> I was grouped out. Man. <laughs> I, I, was, I was grouped out. You already know, man. G Rap is a, is a, is a down to earth motherfucker too to, to this day. You know what I'm saying? down to earth nigga but my nigga when i met them of course man i had to salute i had to tell them stories when i was young and and tell them how much they fucking you know a groupie but you know real nigga is the real nigga i can never be a groupie but it's that real nigga love but still like i wanted to tell you this when i was a kid my nigga because at the end of the day i don't know if you know but i know that you made me pick up the mic but when i picked up the mic and I'm, I, I've turned it into not a hobby now, it's a job for real, and I gotta represent. Right. I gotta make sure that the bar that, you know what I'm saying, that I'm on, it's gotta be fucking with y'all, and y'all gotta respect that. That's right. that. That'll be the end, uh, that'll be the, like, that'll be the, the, the check mark, like, yo, I'm doing it right. You know what I'm saying? And of course, when I met him, he was like, yo, my nigga, your pen is ill. You know what I'm saying? You crazy. He recited some rhymes to me, and I was just like, okay, my own rhymes. So I was like, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing all right, man. You know what I'm saying? My my fathers, my forefathers that, that I grew up, you know what I'm saying, idolizing and seeing come up, they, they all saluted me and said I was doing a great job. And, and that was that was more than than enough for me to be like, okay, I know I'm meant for this game, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Kane, Big Daddy Kane, came to one of my shows. Big Daddy Kane came one to, to one of my shows in Long Island. And that nigga I mean, just surprised me out of nowhere. He's a VIP. And, Right. Here's the VIP and asking me and shit. I was doing a show. It was my turn turn to rock and shit. That nigga said, yo, tell people to come over here. He asked the, the club owner. And I went over there. I was like, oh shit. It's another <laughs> brother right there that gave me nothing but love and That's you good. know, gave me the check mark. That's peace, man. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned And Rakim, Rakim, I seen I, and Rakim, I actually seen him once first. I was fucking going through the gun case 2000. <laughs> and the nigga was uh, he, he was in he was in the same courtroom and shit. Don't and say he was doing some regular shit though, but I, I, was, I was doing the gun shit. But well, he gave me my love there. So I remember, you know, I met the three pinnacle of uh, rap and Nas. Nas was the young nigga right. coming up at the time. Remember, Nas, Nas yes, came off of a lot of barbecue. Yes, sir. Like you, know, and, uh, you know good lyrics, bro. But let, so, me so, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Being a... I understand what the five elements are, but I think the the most unquoted element of hip hop is the imagination. Tell me about what you think about the, how important is the imagination? Oh, uh, the imagination is everything. I mean, that, that's 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 beyond that's beyond element. You know what I'm saying that's that's within the individual. You know what I'm saying the individual, but if you put it to um, towards music and as far as hip-hop that's everything that's everything that's 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 the world that you creating before the words come out your mouth you understand so that's 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 everything that's everything and, and the imagination 
it's a powerful thing, man. Like, that's a thought. Like, remember, yeah. idea. They go back right. to your shows, right? Goes back okay. to your show. Not that idea is more powerful than anything when it's when it's birthed in your brain. That's right. You understand? Not when you still got to. Now it starts in your brain, but you got to pull it to be re- reality. Right. You know I'm saying you have to make it reality, so you, you know, you have to put other things together with that. But yeah, yeah imagination yeah. is everything, though, man. You can take. When you grab that mic and you use your imagination, you can take anybody to, to wherever you want to. If you right. put the right words together, you, know right. what I'm you, you take them everywhere. That's right. That's right. That's take right. them to another planet if you want. I mean, yeah. And you make yeah. them believe it. And I'm going to add on to that. Because the imagination is so important, how important is mental health? Mental health, of course, is very important. Yeah. Mental health is very, very important. I mean, it's, that's your brain. <laughs> your brain. You gotta, you gotta make sure that the brain. Is right. That's right, bro. You gotta, right. You gotta keep good thoughts, man. What they said though. Yeah, yeah. No, you gotta. You know, it's it's uh, mental health is a very very important thing uh, for anybody to have. You don't have to be a rapper, man. But but you know, as far as that, um, yeah, you're a crazy motherfucker, you're a crazy motherfucker. But sometimes, see, the crazy thing about this is like most genies and most crazy niggas that, that, that we love are crazy motherfuckers. You understand? Like the genius niggas that made it to the top top and are incredible. Like, these you niggas really nuts. Talk like, to them. You know, <laughs> it's all there, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you see, you got the R. Kelly. R. Kelly's a nut. <laughs> that nigga's a fucking nutcase. But he's the best actor. Ever, ever to touch that R&B, put R&B in my cinema. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, know, yeah. Pun, pun was a nut. It's crazy, my nigga. <laughs> yeah, niggas know pun. That's my brother. But that nigga was psycho. <laughs> and he was the best. Yeah, yeah. hilarious. That's what I'm saying. These, these, niggas, these niggas. Yeah, I'm telling you. Sometimes this genius shit is. Um, I mean, um. Uh, the best, the best of the best are, are, are a little crazy, you know. Speaking of but, speaking uh, of pun, can you tell us how you and pun met? Ah, uh, we met. Shit, we met. Shinano met up the hill, nigga. One fifty-eight, playing in, in playing playing ball, playing basketball. Uh, we Punk met. We ball? met. Uh, we used to was just play. Nice? We was the young crap. We was the young niggas. Was pun nice? We was the young was niggas though. Number so so we can. Almost nice, my nigga. Egoya, nigga, for real. That's Egoya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That nigga, that nigga used to dunk for real. That nigga, he had hops. I used to dunk too, though. Don't get that twisted. I'm five eight. Nigga, I'm telling you, nigga, don't believe me though, man. Nigga, don't believe me. <laughs> but anyway, how you call it? Um, yeah, we like we met each other playing ball, but he was he's old, so he was he used to rock with you know, hunk and them niggas. Remember hunk and. Proctor, remember Proctor? Yeah, yeah. That nigga, them niggas beast. Them niggas is beast, my nigga. Big Al and all them niggas. Them niggas used to like goof the shit, like do, like fucking Dominique Wilkins shit on them courts. Yeah. We used to just play in the biddies. We, we, had, we had one little half court, you know what I'm saying, that we used to play for the young niggas. Mm-hmm. And, and right there I used to play, but that's when I seen, uh, when I first left. I think Cuba got disconnected for a second. To have shit. Yeah, yeah, somebody called me. So, so, you know what I'm saying? He was, uh, he was in them course where we met, man, right, right up the ranch. 
And then later on, my man Triple Sace, you know, he brought him to my house, uh, like in front of my, my building and shit, um, to come outside and chill and shit. And then we really, he took us to his crib and that's when I got to know, you know what I'm saying, Chris, like that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we, we already knew, like, you know what I'm saying? Like our energy just, you know what I'm saying? That shit, that shit was best friends from there. You know yeah. So that's like my brother, my brother like, that I never had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom was a good dude, man. He was he was a, a straight comedian too. The nigga had joke for days. Yo, what happened, what happened? What happened with Full Eclipse? Like, Full Eclipse was killing it in the hood. What happened with Full Eclipse? Y'all just decided to to disband the group, or it was nah, just that? Nah, Full, Full Eclipse was the foundation. That's what started everything. That was me and Pun first. I mean, I named it Full Eclipse. Mm -hmm. um, Lyrical Assassin. Lyrical Assassin. Big Dog the Punisher. Uh, Sace uh, and, and Toom, the sick one. But but um, yeah. I mean, Full Eclipse is what started. We started making noise. Uh, rest in peace, to Uncle B. That was my guy, our guy, really from uh, from Les, man. You know what I'm saying? Big, big. You know, big dude from from the streets at that time, and he, he took the liking in us. And, you know, he got his little vest. I don't know if you remember Shannon, like the yeah. vest and the hoodies and the shit we the had. T-shirts, yeah. So, so we got, you know, he's kind of sponsored this and took us, you know, to the next level with uh, as far as that. And we started making noise. And that's when Joe uh, heard of us, like, you know, through through the noise he was making through Forest Projects. Uh, and, and and he heard of Full Eclipse. And then he heard about a, a, a fat dude that was down with us that, that was Liverpool. So, um... I mean, actually, I did the introduction. One one day we was chilling in a in a bodega, the grocery store right there, one sixty sixth and ten, and it was just me and Pun, and we was waiting for other niggas. And while we was waiting, this nigga Joe pulled up, and he uh he went to the store. So, you know, whatever, to cop cop a soda or something. So the nigga Pun told me, hey, yo yo, Pun, tell him, tell him I want to spit for him. You know what I'm saying? At that time, we didn't know him like that. I knew him from like softballs and shit. Like, um, he played softball, so I was around him. But not like that either. That was some Bronx shit right there. Softball, I used to love that shit. Yeah, yeah, that nigga Joe's into that softball shit. So, you know, well, I went into the store and I, I told the nigga, yo, my nigga, it's cool, my brother, you know, spit, spit a little verse for you and shit. He was like, cool, cool, let me just get on, um, you know, just die Pepsi, whatever. So he, he paid for the shit and came outside and. Nigga pun blew his mind away, you know what I'm saying? He spit that rhyme, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh let me see. Yo, yo, what he said? What pun said? Snatch the moon out the uh, sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me I'm, me and my brothers play hardball, strictly hardcore lyrics, still a finish, but them God's law. God's law, but I gotta do it. I'm feeling hot and booted. You might get shot and lose a lot of fluid. Spot I blew it at an early age, ever since the curly yeah. grades. I will earn a wage with the dirty gauge. Yeah, 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 that ah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck you. That nigga, that nigga blew his body shit. back then, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so he blew, he blew that nigga Joe's mind up, up with that, and uh, Joe took a love, a loving to him. He, he already seen the money, the money circling in his head. <laughs> but, but that's what really kind of broke up the full eclipse. It never broke up because Pun didn't let it, and I didn't let it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We always kept that energy with us, but. Joe wanted just fun. Mm -hmm. He wanted just yeah. fun, and he didn't want us. So you know what I'm saying the deal he had with, with with pun was that, yo, when you get on, you know, you can put your man's on, but I'm gonna fuck with you, which is all right, cool. 
Right. But at the end of the day, he started fucking with all of us because he, you know, the, the world and, and and the people let him know, the fans let him know we had a talent. You know what I'm saying? Within ourselves. So then he wanted to fuck with us later on, which he did, you know what I'm saying? Because he got me to deal and he was doing my managing shit. So he was actually managing all of us through Terror Squad. So instead of like pun, you know what I'm saying? Putting us under pun, like pun putting us under him, like pun also wanted Joe to like us though. You know what I'm saying? He wanted, he wanted that family uh, type of energy. But uh, yeah. We proved ourselves, my nigga, you know, Spanish motherfuckers, Spanish and black motherfuckers from the hood. Mm-hmm. And we came and we made noise, man, especially Puerto Rican motherfucker. That's true. Right. Puerto Rican motherfucker that took over and really planted the flag for Boricuas, man. And okay. As far as like li- the ri- lyrical bar. Yeah. Lyrics. You know what I'm saying? The Spanish niggas was known for break dancing, graffiti, and all that extra shit. But when it came to MCing, like niggas, they wasn't putting no Spanish nigga like, like up there, you know what I'm right. saying, with the tops. That's and right. Pun was that dude, you know what I'm saying? That's right, that's right. Yo, so, right. Pun, so Pun puts out Classic Capital Punishment album. What's um what's next? Terror Squad group deal or you end up getting your solo deal? No, first it was off the books, remember? Off yeah, the yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very important for me, for my career, because that's oh, where this nigga Pun just took me to, 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 to this nigga Juju house in Queens. And I was supposed to go because Joe was like, yo, don't take these niggas, man. Go over right by yourself. You know what I'm saying? This nigga Pun was like, get the you know what I'm saying? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, he'll take me and Stace. So, so he took me over there with me and Stace. And they played us that beat, that doo 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 They played that shit. And I was like, all right, this shit's strange as fuck, but this shit dope. This hip hop. I love that song, man. I was, I, was, I was actually watching I watched I watched that I watched that video quite often, man. And you uh definitely held your own on it. Um, you know, with rhyming with a Titan like like pun. You know what I'm saying? And, and you gotta understand that I'm the only nigga who got eight bars. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Okay, right. so I did right. I did I, I let my presence be known as far as like, you know, a little quotable here with fly pelican fly, you know what I'm saying, and all of that. Right. With eight bars, I, I let I let motherfuckers know who Cuban link was. So that was an achievement for me because it's like, yo, that that song was actually pushed by the beatness yeah. relativity, the, the the record label. So they made a video. You know what I'm saying? That's the first time they actually saw Pun in the flesh. They right. heard Pun before, but they never saw who he was. And, you know, that's when everybody knew he was a Puerto Rican motherfucker. Everybody thought he was black. You know what I'm saying? So when they they showed that video and, and they're pushing Pun, of course, because it, it was a hot song. Funkmaster Flex was on it. That was pushing that shit on the extra. I got that pushing that love too, because I was part of them. You know what I'm saying? I was part of that song. So that song was very important. That's the, that's actually that's actually the song that got me a deal with Atlantic Records. Okay. You know that, I put, like that. that put Cuban Link I was, out. There. I was just about to say that because I was gonna be like, well, being that you know Joe just wanted pun initially, and then once that once that single came out, you was featured on that. You know what I'm saying? I know Joe was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, no, he became my best friend. <laughs> right. <laughs> nah, he was real friendly after that, nigga. That's, yeah. I put him in power. Mm-hmm. I, I put him in power, cause, cause, mm-hmm. cause Punter was already signed loud, so Punt couldn't sign no, no, no other. You know what I'm saying? It was just loud, Steve Rifkin. Now, now you got Cuban Link coming out of nowhere. Everybody asking for him because he was in that video. He just spit some fire. You know what I'm saying? He down with Terrace Squad too. So now, here goes the money chip for for Joe. Now, now he got a bargaining tool. With, with, it was a bidding war, really. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying it was Bad Boy, it was uh, wow. Atlantic, Atlantic Records. It was. Just stop, it was, just stop for a second. I just want to stop for a second. Imagine, and because now the fan in me is now. 
Cuban link on bad boy. That would been a different, <laughs> that is a different energy right there. So. That that would have been a nice marriage, but but that I was, been, that was, been, yeah, I'm just saying, bro. But I was I was I was we was we was tough. We were hardcore niggas. Right. Like, like, I mean, I it, I mean, I'm just I'm just in my imagination. That's it. I'm just being a fan. That's all. No, no, I think it could have worked. I think you're I'm the one who wrote um Senorita for right? Yeah, Senorita for um the the hook actually for, for Puff Daddy. So they needed you know they yeah. they needed my work at that time, you know what I'm saying? So I, I came through. Um and that was something that, that you know, that was a big record actually on the underground because they never made it a, a video or right. but, but it was a big record for, for the Spanish audience to love, you know, because that's what Puff wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? Get in tune with the Spanish shit because he was with, fucking with, with J-Lo at the time. But, so it was that whole Spanish and black thing that he was moving with. So that song right there, you know what I'm saying? He blew the, the Puerto Rican Day Parade every time he sang that song. So, but, I mean, I didn't get no credit. To this day, I hope, I wish that somebody... Fucking with asking the nigga live and giving my credit, yo, that nigga Cuban Link broke the hook. You know what I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> that, that 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 means a lot. You know what I'm saying? That, that, you know, at yeah. this time of day right now, like all my attributes that I've done, like they're not really being put the right way. You know what I'm saying? And, and because there's other people out there, you know, with, with, with the microphone, and, uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I wish certain people would just be like, yo, I mean, right. I did this? Because I, I did do a lot of motherfucking things. But it gets covered behind because you know they, they want it that way. Yeah, man. But, uh, I believe. Yeah, man. It was a journey. Definitely a journey, man. Definitely a journey. Speak. Speaking of that journey, yo, what keeps you grounded, man? Ah, man. The morals that I came with, man. My mom's, my dad. Right. Uh, life, wisdom. That's right. That's right. Keep uh, talking, bro. Talk that talk, brother. Yeah. Um, the friends that I had around and That's the right. friends that did. The, the fake friends also you know what I'm saying that I learned from that as far that's, as, true. that's that, right uh, some 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 of the, the the real niggas that 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 really stood by me you know what I'm saying there's still some even though you know in this game we, we get a lot because they come a lot of people come up we're talking about my day ones is always gonna be there and they've been there you know what I'm saying um, but uh your journey, yo. Your nigga journey. Bumps in the head, my nigga bumps in the head. You already know. No, man, your, your, making mistakes. Your, making mistakes. Your, you know, bumps in the head. That, that's the best to teach you sometimes, man. And, okay. and you know, it is what it is, man. Trusting, trusting niggas you're not supposed to. The, the lesson, the lessons after that. And even though, you know what I'm saying, it is what it is to this day. I love, I love hip hop. I love music. I love doing my thing. So that's never going to stop for me. You know, I'll be 80 years old still fucking making fucking rhymes. That's me. Because I love music, and uh, right. <laughs> and uh, you know, the sad thing is that though that that, that you know that that me getting that my the thing that I love as far as my music out there became so hard because of the problems that 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 established through 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 the relationships, you know, relationship. you know what I'm saying, with the Joe and, and Terror Squad shit, the separation, you know, through all of that, and and you know, it's crazy, it's crazy. But it's, like I said, it's a beautiful journey. I'll take nothing away from it. Cause sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like these type of stories are, are told in the Bible. For real. For real, for real. That's why I, I can still feel comfort in me being like, I'm not the first one who went through this shit. <laughs> because it's negative. It goes to the Bible with, uh, you know, certain stories. Mm -hmm. and, and the greed of, of men and seven deadly sins. And, and it just goes deep. And I'm into that. Yes, I'm into that type of shit and just, you know, understanding it and, and, and really 
I was angry before. I'm not angry no longer because I know you. I know what you hate only because you envy mm. or you don't have something that I have. Right. That fear, it, that fear makes you hate. That's right. So it, it's it's like I feel sorry. That. Like I feel sorry for you, Mark. I'm saying like for that person, I feel sorry for them that they have to lie, they have to believe in something that that is it's false. Security. Yeah. Insecurity, man. Yeah, it's just that. It's that. And I feel. I feel like that. I feel like really took a lot of grown up shit, you know, for me sure. to do. Because you know, before I'm, I was always on my hood. Well, you know, uh, my hood tactics, and also on, on my my manhood shit, and, and on my real nigga shit. I always been on that, and I never been the starter of the fight, nigga. I never been the problem maker. That's right. It made me You're problem solver. <laughs> And problems. I mean, I, I'm I'm just dead. Like I'll get it popping if you fuck with a nigga I love. Any anything I love, you fuck with it. I'm the first nigga jumping out the window for that. You know what I'm saying? And I represent it. I call scars for shit like that. And and, and not that I regret the scars, because actually some people that I call scars for, they fuck with my ops right now. You know what I'm saying? And they they done turn their own shit 360, regardless how much blood spill. I I shed it for them, for our yeah. friends. So it's crazy. That's what I'm saying. It's like wow. So it's almost like yo, like a, it's like it's like surreal right now. Like, is this a fucking novella? Is this a fucking like soap opera shit? Cause, right. Cause I, I don't understand well, all how, how, how niggas could do that. Like, you know yeah. What I'm like how niggas got, like I gave you I gave you shit that I know because I loved you. You know what I'm saying? Because around you felt my love because I did certain things for you that you know other niggas wouldn't do, and not just money. It's like. Right, all the things that that I held to my heart because that was my love. Like, yo, you know what I'm saying? This is this is this is my 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 motherfucking gesture of love, of right. friendship, solidifying our friendship. That how much I love you. So, if you took that token and you understood it, and later on in life, you know what I'm saying? Like, real niggas return favors, and it has to do nothing with money. Mm -hmm. It returns with love, that. with love. Talk about that. That's right. With, with, with a phone call. With, with a what's up? How you doing, my nigga? I hope you're good through these times. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like certain things, especially when you did it for them. So that shit got that shit. I'm I'm getting past that now. Yeah. Still okay. motherfuckers coming out the woodworks talking about you know they, they act like you know like like this shit ain't sweet and I'm like oh my god. Okay. Like, it takes a lot for me not to punch them in their motherfucking mouth like. <laughs> It does, my nigga. It took, it took a lot of growing up and a lot of understanding. Because I'm never stupid, but I was looking stupid on camera. And I was looking like the hater. Because I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a little angry because I'm saying the truth and y'all niggas ain't believing me. So it's, it's that. Yeah. Right. It, it wasn't that complicated. And, you know, I'm on my hood tactics, so I'm a little drunk sometimes. and I'm, But I'm saying the truth. And, and I'm looking like the hater. Because anybody, you know, the other niggas is winning, I guess. And I'm losing, I guess, to them. But at the end of the day, it was the reverse, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I was, uh, my morals are intact and always been. Right. Tell us, tell us about my, the recording process that you had for one of actually, I think my favorite song from you, which is "Flowers, Flowers for the Dead," that you dedicated okay. to Pun. The one okay. thing that, the one thing out of many about that song that I definitely admire is that you actually wrote that song. And now, in, in contrast, once, once when, 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 uh. 
And that song dedicated to Biggie, I'm, I'm Missing You. I thought Puffy wrote that, come to find out Sauce Money wrote that. So I know with, yeah. I know with you being and you was Queen's I was there. I was there before they released that song. Actually, I was in Daddy wow. and Puff and Puff Daddy house. Remember that time I was I did the, the Senorita, so I was around there with Joe Pun, and I remember right. that nigga, the nigga uh, Puff took uh, Joe into the other to the other studio and he let uh, Joe hear that, and Joe came came back and said, "Yo, that shit, that shit crazy. That nigga gonna blow up." Like, you know, he, he liked that shit, so he was talking about that song. But yeah, Source Money wrote that for him. Yep. Yeah. Well, I believe that, but listen, the thing about Flowers for the Dead is that I wrote that before Pun passed, my nigga. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Before Pun passed, I wrote that song, so it's a crazy, it's a crazy, like, that was a crazy, eerie song to me. You know, I did I did that song because everybody was just doing the song. A lot, a lot of people died, like Pac died, you know what I'm saying, Biggie. Yeah. Um, and and, and just a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of MCs would do, um, songs about you know mourning their, their homies and shit like that uh, mm. that song actually got uh, inspired by uh, by Gangsta Lean that song this song dedicated remember that shit right oh, yeah, my yeah, homies yeah. <laughs> Gangsta Lean I love that shit so and, and I, I didn't have nobody really like close to me die at the time like I, I was just loving the, the, the sentiment in it and the, the passion in it uh, as an artist so I said, you know what? I got this song. I got this beat. I forgot who made this, made this beat to this day. But uh, when I got my deal with Atlantic Records, I got those first five beats now. And I heard that beat. That was uh, Days of Our Lives. That shit just poured out pain in, in a beautiful way to me. So I just started writing, man. I started writing. And, and then I was hanging out with this salsa singer nigga named Domingo. Uh, and he talked English, and he was just in the studio. And I started writing the hook. I was like, "Yo, he never did fucking like English before, and he wanted to venture in that way." So the nigga's nice. The nigga got a dope voice. So I put him in the booth, and I, you know, what I'm saying after I wrote the shit, and he was just singing. He sung yeah. that shit with power. With it just the beat, the beat took him there. You know, what I'm saying to the next level. Yeah. Of course, I was the director with the stick. But, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, once he did that hook, my nigga, uh, I just went in. Remember, Pun wasn't dead yet. Oh, yeah. Now I gotta, now that's when the, we going back to the imagination. Yeah. <laughs> As you said earlier, yeah. now I gotta imagine this shit. Cause this shit, you know, cause the hook was already done. I'm hearing the hook. Now I gotta match the hook, the paint of the hook with some, 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 imagine, imagine, uh, how you call it? Some imaginary real shit. The vision. Yeah, because remember, I didn't lose nobody. I didn't lose. I didn't. I didn't have that pain in my heart yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? That pain wasn't there because it wasn't nobody that really close to me died like that. So I wrote that first verse. Like twin, we've been best friends ever since we were little kids. All of that shit was there, my nigga. Yes, sir. That was live. That was for real. Yeah. But that's before Pun died, my nigga. The second mm -hmm. verse was about. The second verse was about uh some regular some, some oh it was about a girl dying that I made my imagination some girl dying. It was like my chick. She died in the car crash. Shit like that. So I made it like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and the last one was still just dedicated to the ones. Never changed that either. So the first verse and the third verse, I never changed. The only thing I changed was the second verse. So now, 
my brother dies. No, no, I let him hear it. I let him hear it. After I finish, I finish still telling lies. I feel still telling lies. Uh, the the in my pecho. I did that song and then I did flowers for the dead. And it was called flowers for the dead. And I left. I went to Sony Studios and I went and I let my brother hear it so he could check out. You know what I'm saying? What, what I'm working on. He wanted to hear some joints. I heard. I let him hear it. That nigga heard that shit. He said that shit is beautiful, nigga. That shit is beautiful. He, he, he you know he was he, he was choked up by that song, but he didn't. You know, he was he was on some hardcore shit at the time. I'm the one that started venturing <laughs> oh, into doing that. It up. <laughs> yeah, I was I was doing that that that, that motherfucking Gloria Stefan shit, like you know. So, like, <laughs> so so his wife heard it too, because you know Liza was there. And then after I played the song, you know, she took me outside. I went outside. She went. She followed me. She said, "You wrote you wrote that about him, didn't you?" And I said, "What? Write that about him? That was about this fucking song, nigga. Like you know, what I'm saying this is like." It just feels like the spirit yeah, is that serious, but I didn't write that about him. And mm. about three months later, my brother passes away. Wow. Damn. Yep. Wow. And, and wow. then, then I, like I said, I just changed about four bars in the first verse and put and added his name in it. Mm -hmm. And the second verse I wrote over just for him about our memories. And the third verse I kept the same. So that's why it was an eerie song, you know yeah. and this, to this day, that's the song you know you know you can look for. Yeah, yo, you and I both know where we came from. You know where we came from. Everybody, either they wanted to get on a hip hop or they wanted to play ball. Everybody wanted to make it out the hood. So that's what the, was it, what was it like when you, when you first signed that deal? How'd you feel? You know, and, and just where were you at? What, what what mind frame were you in when you signed your first deal? Ah oh, man, I was in. in I wasn't even trying to leave the hood like that, but then I got life changed for me because I got married at 21. Right. Like I had a son at 21, so I, you know, life kind of changed at that time. But if I didn't, those situations didn't happen, I would have stood in the hood forever because I still was in the hood with the NS, the red NSX parked in my mom's. You know, my mom still lived in the hood. I broke up. Yeah, we were still in the hood, my nigga. Like, Hun was hood fabulous. He was still living in, uh, you know, he was living in over there by Beach Avenue and all of that. Yeah. So we were still like, like in the hood, hood. You know what I'm saying? And um, I got my deal. I got my deal through Atlantic Records. Uh, I found out Joe came to me and he told me, yo, I got you a deal through Atlantic. We're going to go with Atlantic. Atlantic, I gave him a, a multi-million dollar deal for Terror Squad Records because of you know because uh, of me signing directly to atlantic atlantic records and, and and not to him so he yeah he got me signed to atlantic records directly so i was a like atlantic records uh actually artist and from there he got the terror squad deal which they gave him like 10 million dollars something like that uh to do that, that that deal so yeah so when he says things that cuban link ain't done nothing for him you know he gotta put it in perspective when i know the business now and and we can recollect like real situations and that's what happened cut out for a second i had a juicy part too the much hey hey the money was good back then man the budgets that the record labels had oh, yeah. especially especially if it was head spearing them especially if you was uh, if if you was the one that was making them deals shit. yeah that was a, that was a beautiful thing yeah you know can y'all see me yeah, 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 now we can hear you though. Yeah, I don't know what the hell going on, man. Let me see. 
Yeah, I, I can't see myself. I, I see the cam, the camera. It's off. Now it's on. I don't know. Maybe it's dark in. Nah, click, click, click. Log, log, I guess leave out and then, and then, and then, and then you know, come, come back to the clock there. How you leave out? Okay. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Be for those that's in for those that's in the room, like, comment, subscribe. If you got questions for Cuban, put it down in the chat. We make sure we ask him some questions. Take some questions from the chat for Cuban. Yo, he's a funny dude, man. I, I could imagine growing up in the hood with the brothers. <laughs> yeah, he's always been a good dude. Nice. There you go. No, there you go. There you go. Back. You left off saying that um you left off saying that now now that you can recollect and now that you know the business that you was help you was able to help him broke a ten million dollar deal. Your mic is muted. Your mic on. Your mic. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah. So um yeah basically basically um yeah I mean uh. Uh, yeah, I helped that because of uh, they wanted they wanted I was in such demand after Pun because they already seen what Pun did. They already sold a million, so now the next one up is of course Cuban Link, you know, pretty boy style, whatever. They took a liking to me. They 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 was the highest bidder, Atlantic Records. So uh, yeah, through that, you know, if Joe ever tells the real story, I mean, that's the reason why he got his Terror Squad deal through that, and he was able to sign. Then he needed artists, so he was able to sign, you know, the 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 Saces, the, the, the Shorty Prospect. Uh, the Armageddon, you know what I'm saying? That's that's when he he got that Terror Squad deal, and then you know he he gave his little chump change when when we did the actual the Terror Squad deal. <laughs> he gave all of us chump change, you know what I'm saying? Now knowing how much he got back then, they were like you know, damn, this nigga really was taking off us, and he acting like we didn't do nothing for him, and he really caked off. And which is all right, man. He just say it, man. Say it, like look, own up to it, cause I wouldn't. I would, I would love to make my 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 nigga money. I love that, but let my nigga needs to talk, you know, the truth and and, and reciprocate that love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Just say the truth, and that's how you prove you know you're my nigga. But if you if, if you're not my nigga, then you do exactly what you was doing, stealing, hiding. You know what I'm saying? Saying this is not it. You know what I'm saying? Making us look like lies and shit. But we saying the truth, shit like that. So that yeah. that was that was the thing, but like I said, man, um, you know, some some people uh, put that money beyond everything, and, and that 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 fucks up the morals of, of the individual. You know? Yeah, we yeah. got a question from the um from the chat. It's GT says, when is the Miami single coming out and a new album? Oh my brother, we got some fire right now, man. That's that's what we not touching right now because after ten years, I put that pen back to the paper. And I got some, yeah. I, got, I got some yeah. fire, man. I got some about. fire, man. I got, I got that, that, I got that caveman fire, man. The two boxes rubbing, and, and then I got the new shit, the future fire, man, with the laser beams. So, so I'm taking you on the journey, man. Uh, yeah. I'm back on it. I, I got right. some, some hot beats. I'm doing my own thing. Uh, CLK Entertainment is it, the latest, right. and I gotta do it. You know, I'm in a position where life already told me I have to make. If I wanna, if I'm gonna make it, I gotta make it on my own. And it has to be the way I, I have to do it because I, I'm I'm the only one who know how to do it. No, and I'll be honest with you too, man. Your voice, your voice is a necessary voice in hip hop, I believe, man. It is. So, it's, you know, what's the dream project? Like, who are you? Who do you want to work with now that you can call your own shot? I'm not even looking for anybody to work, man, because I've been a team player. 
I've, I've shown it. You know what I'm saying? I've shown it through Terror Squad. I've shown it through Full Eclipse. I've shown it through Bang Bang Boogie. I've shown it through through a lot of things. I love working with a team. But the thing with a team is that everybody is too many minds involved. And, and if the minds are not about the same goal, right. then it's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? So right now, I'm on my Dolo Manolo shit. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and and I'm really concentrating on making some just 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 bangers and songs that 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 Cuban feels that they dope. And they they've been coming out, you know, kind of kind of scorching, man. You know what I'm saying? And I got great great vibes from people that heard it. So I'm on the right track again, man. I really want right. to get it. I want to get a shit a double barrel try. You know what I'm saying? I want to do the English shit and I'm gonna do the Spanish shit. Nice. I'll put that Spanish M16 bullet in there and I'll put that, <laughs> that that motherfucking 50 caliber, you know what I'm saying, English bullet in there. So, so I'm gonna give them best of both worlds, you know what I'm saying? That's right, that's right, that's right. Yes, eh? And I'm, I'm, I'm doing a book also, my nigga. You said I'm doing a book right. with my brother Pete, you know what I'm saying? Me and Pete gonna do the book, my nigga. Word? Okay, yeah. okay. We gonna call that shit Link for Miss. You know what I'm saying? Nice. They, yeah, they, they, they stopped me from being fucking famous, so I'm infamous, right? So, okay, link for this. <laughs> there you go. See how that imagination works? See how that imagination yeah. works? Oh, imagination is the best part. That's the best the part. part right? Yeah, so we got, that, we got that. We got the documentary also coming, you know what I'm saying? Uh, my, my link to Cuba, you know what I'm saying? Telling you my story all the way from from, from back then to, uh, to now. And then, uh, that's I also got a little series, a, ser- a little series popping. You know what I'm saying? Call scars and shit. But you know, we all gotta get like, like I said, I got, I gotta do everything. I gotta do everything in house. CLK Entertainment. So we need some budgets, man. We need some big budgets for shit like in this imagination. So I'm trying to get it popping. Okay. I'm trying to make it work. Uh, and and I, I think the world will be happy with Cuban Link right now, man. So uh, I'm, I gotta give the world, I gotta give them a little taste of Cuban Link again. That's all. That's it. Hey Cuban, you had you had came out with a song. What would you do? That was like the ride or die Bonnie Clyde drink right there. Yeah, tell, yeah. Us, tell me about the uh, you know when you wrote that and you know the recording process for that. Was that was that something that, that you took a while with or it just came right there and you was able to knock it up quick and start doing the song? Uh, well, that was um that was back on that was back in like two thousand four, two thousand three. Mm-hmm. I got my no, 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 no. My bad. That yeah, I came out with Chain Chain uh, Reaction in 2005 with MOB Records, and that was actually like 10, uh, 2010, 11. When I got my fever, I got my fever back up. Every five years, I get my little fever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to get back on that shit. <laughs> you know, life life just gets at you. Now, I'm a nigga like uh, I go back to the music off and on. Right. But uh, I did a couple of singles back then. That was one of the joints I did. I did like four or five joints, you know, say just to do them, because I had the fever, and that was that was uh, one I did, and uh, I never got a chance to finish it, finish it, and then, you know, three years ago I put it out, just put it out, and actually do a video with my man GT, uh, and I put it into 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 words and shit like that. But um, that was just a song that, and that was another one. It's kind of that was me going through the transformation that I'm in now. So mm-hmm. right now I'm in a happy I know I'm in a happy state of my life. I'm in a you know what I'm saying, where where everything is understood, even the past. Ooh, say that again. Say that one more time, bro. <laughs> uh as far as like, you know, me 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 uh getting that that the knowledge and wisdom of, of what I got today of understanding of 
mm. certain situations with, with which made yeah. me more 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 calmer and more really focused on myself instead of other people. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that that was part of the transformation. That's why it's called would you? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. what would your friends do? Because anything I do is always a real twist to it. I never did a song I bought bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I always had a little message. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. About things. So that's really a song that goes to the heart, to, to actually your circle, man. To to what would people that really love you do? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And those are the questions that, that I wrote. And that's another thing, too. I write my whole fucking songs from the hook all the way to the verses, to the intro, to the outro. So, you know, that's me, too. Even though I put another nigga to sing it, but that's me, really. That's my my words. But um, so so the um the twenty the twenty four K album, yeah. You had you had yo, you had still telling still telling lies, which was produced by the Neptunes. Neptunes, you had flowers for the dead. Yeah, everything lined up, but Atlantic fronted and they put the album out. What, what was their rationale for not putting the album out? Um, well, back then the excuse was that the pre orders wasn't uh what they expected uh i guess like you know back then they used to do the the the, the projecting amount of people like how much uh, you know you're gonna sell and all of that and, and i think that the projected it was like seventy-five thousand the first week and they they expected more from me you know because they, they did put a lot of money into the into my, my budget they gave me a uh a, a million point four album budget damn but that's for the album that's not mm-hmm. listen. I only got fifty thousand from that. A bonus from yeah. my pocket. From my pocket. That was my advance. Uh, now, now for actually marketing, uh, studio budget, Producer. uh, yeah, producers, everything, everything. That was one point four. So you know, what I'm saying, uh, you know, who handled that? That was Joe handling, you know, certain things uh, back then. That was uh, that I wasn't even included in my own shit. As far as like paying niggas for beats, using people. So shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Um, now, now that I caught on to what was going on, so he was milking the motherfucking budget trap, and Atlantic was and Atlantic was actually taking uh, a long time. So I did take a year to do that album, the 24K album, because they kept pushing things back, pushing things back, and they just didn't promote me back. They didn't promote me to the right avenues, right? Um, in my view. Um, Joe was in the middle of that. He was my manager. So he was the voice between Atlantic and myself. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't really on his 100% job on my project because he was he already had his money from the Terror Squad album. So that nigga, you know, he's doing over there, he's doing him. Instead of actually paying, I mean, uh, playing my, my manager, which I'm giving him 20% of everything I do. It's not like I'm just saying, you're my manager, nigga. No, come help me. It's like I'm giving you 20% of my shows, 20% of my features, everything you're getting 20% of. So yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. Cuban, Cuban. So let me let me get this straight. So that was you had a three sixty situation before a three sixty deal even exists. I Wait, guess, I guess that if if that was what a three sixty deal was, uh, that's what it was. But it was more of a of word from us, from the from the hood, from a team, mm-hmm. from a family. You know what I'm saying? Like we made it together. I seen what he did for Pun. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. know, I seen the family growing. I'm only here to play my position. So my loyalty is a hundred with y'all. Right, with, right, with him. Right. So I gave him 100% loyalty, which we, what he wanted to do, which is double dipping. I mean, you can't be my label and you can't be my my manager at the same time. But I didn't know that. But he was still giving that love because that's that was his protocol. It was like you know that was that's what he did with puns. So that's what we doing with you. Mm-hmm. We keeping that rocking. You know what I'm saying? We I didn't have no problem with that either. Even I know he was that was a jerky thing. 
I didn't give a fuck if that nigga would have did his job. If he did his job, if he would have did his hundred percent job by a nigga, I would I would still been giving that nigga twenty percent. But but then they started, you know, what I'm saying taking advantage. Of shit. Now he getting twenty percent of all of us. Remember, it's I'm again, Satan, me, Tony Sunshine. Now he getting twenty percent from all of us. Now he got different labels that he's milking them already. So he's doing a lot and he's getting a lot, but he's not finishing it up. He's leaving it un- unfinished. So that's what happened with me in Atlantic. We lost relation, like connection. I wasn't talking to them. Joe was talking to them. Next thing you know, they shelved my album. So now they shelf my album. Now I guess who comes up? And who looks like the, the, the you know, and I had a pretty good album. I had some songs there that would have rocked. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To this day. So, um, yeah. so who comes to out of nowhere with the old, oh, they chose me to do it. And he comes out with his, with his album. You know what I'm saying? This, this jealous one still envy album mm-hmm. after Pun passes away, so he catches all of that. I'm I'm, I'm talking business terms, mm-hmm. so he catches all the momentum of you know what's coming up from Terror Squad next. Okay, yeah. they they shelf my album. Yeah, uh huh. They shelf my album out of nowhere without you having to say anything about it. Right. Uh, so I'm sure you was like sticking up for me there, guy. You know <laughs> right, I mean? right. I'm sure you had my back in there. So <laughs> they, they shelf my motherfucking shit up. And I don't know where his shit come out with R. Kelly, with all the big, you know, he did, you know, with us, uh, all the shit. And, uh, you know, me and him have problems. We split up because of things that, you know, of, of other things, uh, bad situations happen. And we split up and then, you know, he got he got to run away with it. You know what I'm saying? And every everything fell the way that he planned it up. You know? It, it, it seems like that hiatus, man, is, is, is turned too sharp. So now you're on your own. And you're working for yourself, man. That's the greatest. That's the greatest power any man can have, man. But what about the game? What about the game? I use the game as the terms as it is. Kind of left a bad taste in your mouth. Like, I mean, you explained it about Joe, but with anything else that you had to go through, they'd be like, "Yo, fuck this game." I mean, I, I could say that. I could say that all day, but then it goes back to it. Go back to I love my music. But actually, the game—you know—you have to separate. I had to separate the game, the actual game, from from, from the music because uh, you need the game actually to get get it out there. Now okay. it's a little easier with social media and all of that. But you know, you you, you want to be part of the game a little bit. You know what I'm saying you want to get on that radio. You want to get love from the people so they can acknowledge your your, your acknowledgments and, and get some awards. You know what I'm saying you you want to be that. You want to be part of the circle. So. When 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 you actually not, mm-hmm. and you get a black sheep. I also learned that that's a fucking um, that that's that's actually a compliment nowadays. Well, you know I right? think it's the same thing. Yeah, but nowadays it's a compliment for for for, for me to be the black sheep. So, you know, I take that and I run with it because at the end of the day, when I see the when I see the industry and and, and everything that's going on, I know I wouldn't fit in. Right, 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 right. I know I wouldn't fit in. So so at the same time it's like it's a blessing and it's a curse. I, I wish right. I wish that it, it, it would uh change, you know, but but the industry is just showing its true colors. It's been like this. You know what I'm saying? The industry been like this. So it's like I just didn't know it was like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh that that a person's morals and, and, and their values uh will be used right. against them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's crazy. And then they push their agenda at the end of the day. It's really the money that talks when it, when it, when you're in that game. So so it's whatever the company say that the, the artist should do sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I can't be that type of artist. Yeah. Same. Relating to back then, uh, 
you know, back when you, you know, the uh, Terror Squad era and stuff like that, who were some of your favorite producers to work with? Uh, well, the Neptunes was dope. I, I, met, I met Pharrell. Um, like when you I got, did, uh, you got, now, now you got my imagination going crazy because I can hear you. I, I can name a thousand. I can name good two producers that you can have a nice project with, and it would go out the fucking roof. So. But but see what I'm saying is that what I'm doing now is I'm not even totally different. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm not even I'm not even checking for names because like like you know I'm starting from the foundation where it's just like me, my pen, and a, and a hot ass beat. Absolutely. So what I'm what I'm doing now, my nigga, really is going to beatstars.com, and they got a million motherfucking beats there, and I go to whatever mood I feel, and I check over a thousand beats before I choose that one that I love, and then I go talk to that producer, and I make him a deal, and we I'm buying that motherfucking beat, and I'm doing what I'm doing, so that's what right. I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Right. They names to me means nothing because. I got to get the point, you know what I'm saying? Because the name Cuban Link to certain niggas that knew me, that I gave love right. to. That's that, right. It didn't mean shit to them. So. Your mic went out, Cuban. You know you, you know who's calling me right now? Fucking Keith Murray right now. He's, he's, right now. <laughs> Say word. That's my word. Keith Murray is calling me right hey, now. Hey, 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 Cuban. Do this for me whenever no, you speak. Yo, shout out to Keith Murray if he's listening to this. Shout out to Keith Murray. Yo, yo, Cuban, I'm gonna talk to you afterwards about Keith Murray because I want I want to talk to him too. Okay, yeah. I'll, plug I'll plug you in definitely. Yo, <laughs> Tretch, Tretch, I got Tretch too. If you want, you want to do Tretch. Yeah. Yo, so let me, let me let me let me say two two quick stories about um about Cuban and um how you call it how cool of a dude he is. So first. I know I was I was sharing with y'all before, like y'all had a dude come to my house to look at my HVAC system. And he came in, he threw like the posters and shit on the wall. He was like, yo, where you from? I was like, I'm from the Bronx. He was like, yo, you 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 heard of Terror Squad? You, you big pun? Cuban Link this time? I'm like, yeah, Cuban Link, my man. I grew up with him. Yo, so I FaceTime Cuban. I think I called you or text you first and like, yo, you, you free or whatever. He was like, nah, yeah. I'm, about to, I'm driving something, something. Yeah, I was driving, I was driving. Yeah, so I FaceTime. Cuban, Cuban gets on and talks to the dude or whatever. And then after this, Cuban like, yo, he give you a deal on the HVAC shit or whatever? <laughs> Cuban's like, yo, 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 take care of my man, this, that, or whatever. And then today, Cuban texts me, it was like, yo, what's the address where I need to pull up at? I'm like, nah, man, it's virtual. Just, just go get it. But Cuban, yo, you always been a real nigga since, since it was just Phil, you know, hooping in the court, playing ball, football, whatever it was. It's always a good dude, bro, and I appreciate that. Yeah, cool. I appreciate that's you, cool. my brother. I appreciate you, man. We keep those memories like gold right now. Man. That's what we. That's what I'm saying. We. We. I'm in. The, I'm in my golden era. So you know. What that's I'm saying? right. Yeah, certain boy. Memories. Talk that shit, boys. Yes. Yeah, certain memories. Certain memories. I'm. 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 I'm, I'm you know. I'm just. I'm just. I, I hold as gold, and, and others. Others. Uh, I hold as. As I had to let go, but I won't forget. Yeah. So. Okay. So, yep. so I'm, like, definitely those memories that I grew up in the ranch, by, by the ranch and Lil Vills and you know like Shannon can tell you like that that started a whole movement besides the 164th of course you know what I'm saying that's like I got introduced into, into hip hop and I already came with that hip hop love when I right. came to that block you know what I'm saying uh, when I was 15 I, I came to a, to a union in Prospect in 167 and then I met you know what I'm saying the brothers right here I met Shannon I met Pete you know what I'm saying my brother 
you know, Ch Chad, JQ, you know what I'm saying? People that, that would, would later on, you know, play like a, a like a big piece. Cause that's where also I met Pun. Like right. so 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 all of that together, you know what I'm saying, was the foundation. And to me, the golden my golden like moments was those moments right there when we started. And we had we was banging in the motherfucking hallways. Safe was banging the beats in the hallways in, in 811. Right mm. there. And, and we had them ciphers, my nigga. Cause that 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 turned into being a hobby to a real career. You know what I'm saying? And niggas knowing really fucking little Phil as Cuban Link. You know what I'm saying? Lyrical Assassin as Cuban Link around the world. And you know what I'm saying? Niggas niggas put their flags up. You know what I'm saying? Niggas put that flag up as far as like, you know, home street and prospect and union and that side of the, uh, uh, of the world we, we went in there we put a flag and we took the hood with us you know what i'm saying because me and pun never forgot about the hood never to this yeah. day, go back to little bills and to the ranch and i say what's up so you know what i'm saying you know we we, we kept it authentic you know what i'm saying and, and that that was something that that i know that you know my street niggas always going to salute it you know what i'm saying even though the business side went left but you know this, this, those street niggas with honor with, with integrity and loyalty they can look up to a nigga like me and be like yo I salute you brother and, and that salute right. me more than any motherfucking check in the world to me sometimes you know yeah. just hearing that yeah. yo in retrospect is there anything you would have did different? I wouldn't have did anything different brother that is the beautiful thing about life and destiny we go through what we go through so if we strong enough we get out of it with, with, with motherfucking with a classic if we don't get out of it then we done fuck that <laughs> but but god would not put me in this path if he didn't know i was strong enough to, to get over it and and really do what i need to do so that's I'm, right. I'm happy for it that's yeah. right man and that's Yo, good i'm talking like that man that's dope before, before you dip let me let me let me ask you this one thing because we were talking briefly before we started on the live about this whole um like the the kanye situation with the recording contract shit and yeah. all that or whatever like in this day and age is it necessary to even have a recording contract you always got to put things black and white that never that never stop i mean that that's never going to change you got to sign a contract with whatever entity you're representing you know what i'm saying uh yeah that's valuable in court my brother you know what i'm saying whether it's on the fucking napkin or is in a, in a, in a, in a, in a regular paper you know in, in a real contract um yeah, and I heard I heard Kanye ain't yeah. made, but that's oh, deja vu. Yeah. Look, look at look how deja vu was. Wasn't that the problem, or, or, or the, 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 the the dispute that Dame and, and Jay Z had, and that's yeah. why they broke up because Dame owned you know uh, reasonable doubt, right? Yeah, and, and then, you know Jay Z he didn't want to sell it to Jay uh, for a certain price, and Jay took him to court. I guess and he forced him to sell it, but I'm but at the end of the day, it's like that's what Kanye's saying about what he's doing, right? Yeah, I mean something yo, like that. Yeah, yeah, yo, Kanye, Kanye, um, contract. He signed. It looked like it was like over a hundred some pages in his contract. For the contract you signed, did it, was it a situation where they was asking you to give them their first six albums or something like oh, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. My nigga, that was a standard contract. Six, first six, uh, yeah. Uh, it was six, six albums. Six your last album, your first albums, album. Atlantic Records. Yeah, six albums. Um, wow. I get, I get like, uh, like. Point one four, like fourteen cents out of every fucking uh, album sold. <laughs> like bullshit. Like that. We know. We know. I'm trust. Yeah. Like at the same. Like at, you know. At the same time, I'm trusting Joe because you know Pun trusted Joe, so it went down the line like that. Was like right. you know stupidity, but 
by loyalty and by default because we trust and 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 had the blind eye when it came to you know what I'm saying somebody that we should have been overlooking and and that's all it was that type of shit but um yeah that was the standard contract six, six albums uh and you can only renegotiate if 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 uh after three albums mm. some shit so you know what I'm saying so it's like um that's I'm, he's from my era Kanye's from the era that I'm from so at the end of the day he signed that contract with Jay and him oh yeah it's bonded in the courtroom so now he gotta do what he gotta do he gotta uh, he can rant about it he can, he can talk about it it's gonna be unfair but you know it is what it is man yeah yeah but it is niggas is your friends that they act like they're your brothers until they get you signed into a deal and they are actually the owners of the deal right. then you're gonna see the true colors if they're your brothers or not because it's the dream, right? Everybody wanted, everybody want to get the deal. It, it's that, and then you, certain people are different when it comes to business and personal. Mm-hmm. Like certain niggas act like whole different people when they they have a business mentality right. with you. They do it. They into business with you. It's like they, it's like almost like they can't because they want your demise. They want to see you less than them always. Mm-hmm. So they will never treat you equal, and if it is, you can't trust them. Because it's like you can see it in them. It's like you know, it's like it's like it's, it's the business first mentality, and it's like comp- so competitive that that they will fuck you over if you're their friend. You know what I'm saying? And maybe they don't mean to. I think they mean to. They're just pieces of shit. Cause there's no way in the world that I could do I could do shit to my friend mm-hmm. just because I got it. Yeah. And if I own their contract, like if, you, if you're my friend and you like my nigga, listen, and you talk to me, you give me a real story, my nigga, listen, yo. I, I work hard, you know. I wanted to do this. Uh, this ways so that we could go about that. Whatever my brother wants to do, mm-hmm. you know. Even I, of course we gotta make money because it's money. But now I'm gonna let him know. This is, okay, my nigga, I don't want to take advantage of my brother, but this is how much it is, or yes. this what it's gonna take. But it's not like I'm never gonna sell this shit to you because if I sell it to you, then you're gonna be free of me. And it's like that kind of shit when it comes to <laughs> business. And that's what gets in between friendships a lot of time, man, because people's uh egos and their control of business takes over the humanity part of being a friend yeah it's crazy baby. it's crazy yeah cuban i appreciate you joining us this evening my brother man i appreciate you for having me, my brother you know we're gonna get up uh i'm gonna go see uh one of these days when the covid shit is over yes sir and where y'all live at where y'all live at my geez with me and shannon is in connecticut Okay, you in Connecticut? Yeah. I'm down in Maryland. I'm down in Maryland now. I've been down here for a number of years. Okay, that's good. That's a good combo right there. Okay, y'all niggas. All right. All right. The trilogy. All right. <laughs> but definitely, I'm going to go see uh, Shannon in Connecticut soon. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to head there in a little bit. I got my man Los Chris that I got to go ain't, ain't the fight this week in Shannon? Fight next week. And yo, tell Los I said what's good. Yeah, no doubt, man. He having a little something in his, in his house right now. So I'm going to go over there and check him out. But... On my way back, man, I probably could check y'all out, Sean. Check up, uh, just um, I'm, I'm gonna hit you up and you give me a, you right, send me an address and I'll stop by. All right, bet. That's fair. Gonna wife you and all of that. If you if you there, my nigga, we can barbecue it. You know I'm, how I go. I'm right down the block, so all right, so we good. I'm popping off. We popping off. <laughs> Yo, thank you everybody for tuning in. Everybody, good night. And Maryland, I see you, Maryland, one of these days too, Maryland. I'll be yeah. over there to see you. All right, brother, man. My brothers, you already know. God bless. You.
Yeah, plug. Yeah. Entertainment, last plug. You know, my album coming up soon. Yeah, it's right. going to be called, uh, uh, the album is going to be called Chain of Command. Mm. Or either the Chain of Command or the Missing Links. I like the Missing Links a little better, but we're going to see. We're going we gonna, we gonna, we gonna to weigh it out. Put it to a poll on social media. No doubt. I got you, my brothers. Y'all be good. Great interview. Thank you for having me. Pleasure, man. All right. One. One. There you have it, everybody. Cuban Link. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Please like, comment, subscribe. Next week, next week, we're not going to have a live at 7 o'clock, but we got some other things in the work that we're going to be announcing, some other good shows coming up. Make sure you check out on Monday. Also, we have an interview that we pre-recorded with the CEO of A7FL Football League, Mm-hmm. which is the semi-pro football league without helmets and pads really dope football league got a rucker park feel to it but for football we appreciate appreciate y'all thank you again for signing on peace everybody have a good night peace